Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. It's Thursday. Let's go. Another edition of the Eagle Hour from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens, happy to have you along. Great show for you today. We'll be talking to DBAT and uh, D1 Training later in the show. Uh, as uh, Christmas is coming up, great opportunity for uh, for you to get uh, some great gifts for those you love. And uh, what, forty eight hours away, a little over forty eight hours away from the Eagles uh, playing in a bowl game. Kelly Sander, it is blue outside. We can see what's in front of us, and the sun is out. We survived. Yeah, New Orleans got hit pretty hard, I guess, with some storms yesterday. So uh, hopefully, God, that poor New Orleans man. They always seem to be under siege, but. Uh, by and large, I guess around the the Hattiesburg Laurel area, we escaped uh, a lot of the major damage, which we're, we're thankful for that. Hopefully, Absolutely. the Eagles will level some damage to the Rice Owls on Saturday. And there's a, we've got a Southern Miss guy on the line with us, Luke, who knows a little bit about playing bowl games and about playing well during his entire career at Southern Miss. The greatest running back. Now, when you say that, I mean there there's something to be said for that because your mind. You know, Winder comes to mind. Uh, Smith comes to mind. Dejarnet comes to mind. Of course, Collier comes to mind. But but joining us, who played in the 2006 uh, bowl game in Mobile, the greatest running back in the history of Southern Miss, ahead of of on in NCAA career rushing, ahead of such names as Marshall Falk, Marcus Allen, Thurman Thomas, and Herschel Walker, the 15th greatest running back in the history of college football. Damian Fletcher joins us. What's up, Fletch? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Now you're not going to run for Senate one day, are you? Because the guy you're ahead of, you just uh, <laughs> you just did that. I'm kidding, man. Um, first off, thanks uh, <laughs> thanks so much for coming. I I guess uh, we we ask you this every time. I think I have. Is it surreal just to to think through, man, that that you are statistically the 15th greatest running back to ever play the game of college football? Yeah, man. It's like. You know, at the time, you don't really think about it. But then, you know, in hindsight, it's like, wow, you know, you did some some really great things. And, there's, a, you know, that says a lot with, you know, the type of guys that have played this game, you know, um, with a passion and love for, for it like I did, you know, that are are, are uh, well-known. Never, never had a, a season under 1,000 yards 
46 uh, rushing touchdowns, two more uh, receiving, so uh, so 48 for the career. Uh, we, we talked to Jeff Kelly today because this is a special week. Southern Miss back in a bowl game uh, since 2019. Of course, when you and I played, your freshman year was the year after I finished. Uh, we basically played in a bowl game every single year. Uh, when I played, you, you're the same way. But, but special this year for Southern Miss getting back in a bowl game, and they're going to a place – uh, Jeff Kelly in 2000 played in that, that bowl game. You played in 2006 as a true freshman. Just uh, just kind of special. Mobile has uh, has had some good memories for Southern Miss Bowls. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I remember that bowl game very well. Like you said, that was my first bowl game. Uh, we went on to win a, a great game. Um, I ended up getting the MVP of that bowl game. It was like one of my first big awards, I guess, so to speak. And uh, it was just an overall great experience in the town of uh, Mobile. Kelly, yeah. What 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 else? But off the field memories do you have, Damian, of, of making the trip to Mobile in '06? Oh man, you know, like off, you know, you come in for the ball game. You come in about a week early, about five or six days early, and uh, really, man, I just it was a great time with my teammates. You know, we would all bring our playstations, and you know, they would hand out bowl gifts and, and stuff like that. So we'd all be like in the rooms, you know, playing Madden, and trading gifts, and. Just having a good time, man. It's, a, it's just a bowl game is such a great experience for the players, and it's something that they can, you know, take from from the university and, and have a lifelong memory with. Now, Reggie Collier, who's been on this show several times, says that his grandchildren uh, dispute the fact that he ever went to Southern Miss, and he'll say, "Well, I'm on YouTube," so they'll pull him up on YouTube and they'll say, "Granddad, that's not you." And they'll say, and he says, "Well, wh- why do you say that's not me?" And they'll say, "Well, that guy is skinny." Uh, but, but you've got children, Damien. Do your do your kids have they been able to wrap their minds around the fact of you are who you are in the Southern Miss record books? Uh, no, I don't think they're old enough quite yet. Uh, my son's eleven. He's kind of you know getting getting more into sports and kind of starting to figure out and connect the dots. My daughter's six. She's clueless. She doesn't know. <laughs> she knows. Uh, uh, true story is uh, her flag football team that she plays on down in New Orleans. Um, one of the other coaches with me is Andy Dalton, and uh, Cam Jordan's son is on the team. And she didn't know that who uh, Andy Dalton was until we were watching the game one day. And she said, "Hey, look, there's coach on TV." <laughs> That's about how much she knows about football. Well, you know what's even what's even more sad, Fletch, is that current Southern Miss students. I dare say this, Luke Johnson, but some current Southern Miss students might have to Google Damian Fletcher to even know who, who Damian Fletcher is. That should, that should be yeah. against the law. <laughs> yeah. I've been gone quite a, quite a while, so I can see it. So how often do, are, are you still involved with football, Damian? Is, or do you, is it just kind of that was then and this is now? Yeah, not too much involved outside of, like, my daughter's, like I said, her flag football team and you know, I enjoy uh, I enjoy the game, so you know I watch a lot of football. But as far as coaching or anything of that nature, not really. Well, you certainly keep up with Southern Miss. What did you? The, apparently, this reformation now under Will Hall has has taken a good second step. What What are your thoughts on the overall oh, health yeah. of the football yeah, program man, now? I, yeah, great program. He brought in some some great guys. You know, he's gotten you know things in the right direction. I think this year I actually went and. Uh, he, you know, personally invited me up to his, his golf tournament and to the games this year. So he's doing the right things to, to get the right people back involved. So I had a bad experience with some of the oh, older boy. coaches, you know, not welcoming back players and not allowing us on the field. You know, it just puts a sour taste in your mouth when you 
you've done so much for the university, and half of them guys don't even know who you are. But I think Will is reconnecting with, with, with a lot of players and you know, former athletes. You you bring up a great point because uh, I mean before I'm before the second time that I met Will Hall, I mean he he introduced me to somebody else and he talked about my career at Southern Miss and he he basically being from the outside what what I found with Coach Hall was he identified with Southern Miss and then he began to learn what he had inherited and uh, I, I was I was always you know really really thankful for that Fletch also with Coach Hall. Um, I'm a Mississippi guy from West Jones. You're, you're a Mississippi Col- uh, Gulf Coast guy. And when we played, I mean, the roster, uh, at, at that time, you could go into different places before, you know, some of these regional teams like South Alabama and Troy and, and Lafayette was, was of course playing, but, but we could go in their backyard and get that. Um, it's more oh, yeah. tough than that now. And, and what do you think about him though? Basically establishing the the you know the footprint and basically saying I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Mississippi. I I just really have found that refreshing that we're getting Mississippi guys on this roster. Yeah, I I completely agree with you 100. percent I felt like a lot of guys are are missed and you know overlooked or you know sometimes kind of lost in the shuffle. But with him you know coming back and and being from Mississippi and grabbing some of these Mississippi guys, I absolutely love to see it. You know, keep the home keep the boys at home. You know, it's better for the whole state. Damien, the, the the name, image, and likeness thing has been has been kicked around quite a bit this year. You know, you're you're more of an old school guy. You know, finish what you started, uh, honor your commitment. What are your thoughts on the whole NIL thing and and how it will affect football, positively or negatively? Yeah, um, yeah, you got you know, there's there's two sides of every coin, right? So. To me, as being a former player, you know, you're coming out of high school, you know, you don't have any money, you don't have any, you don't have a, you're playing ball, you don't get to get a job like a normal student, or you don't have time to, regardless of. I, I agree with them being able to, you know, supplement some of that income, you know. Um, if it was up to me, I would set up like a trust for, for players, and, you know, you, you set money aside for that player as he's playing throughout college, whatever he earns. And then once, if he graduates, he gets his degree, cool, then you get that trust, you get that money that was, you know, that you earned and set aside and get that degree and, you know, go, you know, have a nice little start off the life, you know, start a business or whatever the case may be. Use it towards your training for the next level. There's all kind of different ways, but, you know, it's a little, it's a little wild, wild west ish right now, I think, because it's very new. Um, but I feel like they'll tighten it up a little bit over time. But, but the Eagles, but Southern Miss has never, has never been able to compete financially with some of these, you know, huge schools that have, you know, that, that produce doctors and lawyers and some of these high income people. Doesn't that doesn't the whole thing kind of put Southern Miss behind the eight ball a little bit? Uh yeah, yeah, because I mean, only naturally, you know, you got bigger schools with more donors, you know, so naturally it does. Um but we do we have some of those people ourselves, so I guess it's just a matter if they're willing to, to sacrifice and, and help out these young guys or not. Well, hopefully there are plenty of those, plenty of those out there, and I know efforts are underway at Southern Miss right now to to help uh, stock those coffers a little bit to help bring athletes into the area. We're going to continue our discussion with the great Damian Fletcher of Southern Miss, talk a little bit more about his bowl experiences and about the Eagles taking on the Rice Owls this Saturday in a sunny but cold, cool Mobile. That and more to come as the Thursday Eagle Hour continues after this timeout. 
Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour continues from the Southern Bankwork Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. That first segment brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue, cooked in a community near you. And, of course, loved everywhere. Second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to uh, us every day uh, by Miss Kathleen and her great staff over at Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. She's going to open up about 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. So uh, if you're driving through on Highway 49, get ready to hit 98 to go to Mobile. Swing by Campus Bookmark. Get some game day swag. And, of course, you can shop anywhere at campusbookmark.net. Coming up uh, in the next segment, we'll talk more about the uh, the Lending Tree Bowl uh, schedule. We'll talk more about the game, uh, what's going on. This week, what the Eagles have done, what they are doing. Also, some breaking news right before we come on. Uh, right before we came on air, we'll tell you about it next segment. Southern Miss uh, gets a quarterback commitment. Quarterback commitment. But we want to continue our uh, conversation with the great Golden Eagle, uh, the greatest running back in the history of Southern Miss football, Damian Fletcher. We were joking during the break, Damian, uh, but it is pretty cool. Uh, you know, as when you when you are running back at Southern Miss, all those guys I listed before, and then the guys that come after you, and and you, of course you played with Tory Harrison and Edo Smith came after. How cool is it, though, that Frank Gore Jr. is uh, is a Golden Eagle? Oh, man, that's super awesome, man. I love to see him play. He's a he's a phenomenal athlete and a competitor. And I, I went and uh, finally got to see him play live uh, this year. And he had a touchdown pass, and he was running the ball. He's just an amazing player, man. And uh, I, wish him, I wish him well this, this final season. And I look forward to watching him play some this year. We have to ask the question, would you have made a good super back? Of course. We ran like a little wildcat when I was there. I threw a touchdown pass. It was from about five yards, but it was good, though. <laughs> yeah, but what, 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 we did the Tebow pop pass. <laughs> uh, the old Superman jump and then uh, throw it over somebody, huh? That's it. Yeah, and so That's about you, as good as I can throw it. So you wish Frank Gore Jr. well enough to where he would finish second on the all-time running back list, yes? Hey, if, if, he, if, he, if he can get there um, – Kudos to him, man. I want to see him do well. So it's going to be tough, but good luck. Yeah, when you look back, when you look back on your career, Damian, and it, and and really most most players that achieved at any level don't look back on their college years. Uh, what are some things? Were, were you? Did you wind up being even as good as you thought you were going to be? No, I, I exceeded all my expectations, you know, not in my wildest dreams. But, you know, I believed I would do some of the things that I did, but, you know, I never focused on it, you know, in the moment. I kind of just, you know, just played hard and, you know, did what I was asked and was coachable. And, you know, that's, that's just how things uh, seem to turn out in the end. Now, when you were off the field at Southern Miss, where, where were some, what were some of the things you liked to do? Were there any particular places you liked to eat or kind of hang out? What would you guys do? Man, let's see. Like this, I like to fish, so I would go out to some, you know, ponds and lakes in the area, and uh, and go fishing a lot. Um, places I like to eat. I used to love going to like Old Charlie's. I don't know if they still have that. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, it's still there. Yeah, now there's you're... a there's a seafood restaurant, uh, Copeland's. I used to love Copeland's. Uh, That's... Of course, uh, mug shots. You know, that was like probably my one of my number one spots. Yeah, the go, the go tos. Yeah, Copeland's. Do you still Copeland's not around anymore? You still like to bait a hook every once in a while? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> how often? You know, how often do you get to Hattiesburg anymore, Damian? How often do you get to the Berg? I'm up there pretty often. Um, I'm just usually passing through, though. Not not really doing too much. I'll stop and eat and everything like that. 
And I heard y'all talk about Miss Kathleen. That's my girl right there. Definitely want to give her a shout out. She's a great person through my time in college, and I, I was always at campus bookmark. She, she was took, uh, took care she of me like I was yesterday. one of her own. Yeah, she was on yesterday. Great lady. I do have to ask you this because I had some teammates that were convinced that there were fish in Lake Byron at the front of campus. It's got the little island with the bench there where you go to propose, you know, to your girl. Did you ever fish out of Lake yeah. Byron, and did you ever catch anything out of it? I never fished right there, but I would always see people fishing in there, no lie. I don't know what they were catching. I don't think anybody, maybe an old shoe or something, uh, people got. Yeah. Hey, let, let's talk some about your, your career. Of course, uh, the, the coaching change in between. Uh, you played for Coach Bauer for two years, Coach Fedora um, for two years. I, I want to talk talk for a minute uh, about them, and then I want to come back to, to something with Fedora. Uh, pretty pretty you know, unique for you to basically get two years under a legendary coach and two years under a new coach. Yeah, yeah, Coach Bauer, man, that's my guy. Love him to death. Uh, still keep in touch with him. Um, he recruited me, you know, came down to my high school. You know, I don't even know if it was legal back then, but he came and met with me in high school and made sure I was going to be on board with him. And he was a, he was a great guy. And uh, Fedora, I love Fedora as well. He came in and talked to me uh, when they first hired him. He let me know that he would continue to get me the ball and we were going to do some great things, which we did. So, Two, two different styles. You know, you got Coach Bauer's more defensive guy, and then Fedora's uh, your offensive guy. But for the record, Fletch, we have to tell you that it was perfectly legal. Whatever Coach Bauer did was perfectly legal. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the record. Yeah. I played for him for five years, and I never got one, one sniff of any, any anything at all shady with him. Hey, you're um, – your junior year, and uh, I remember Gerald McGrath and I talked about this. There was a little nervousness because the winning streak was, you know, over a decade at that point, winning seasons, and it was pretty rough there for a little bit. Then you guys ran yeah. the gambit, won the bowl game, and I can remember after the bowl game in the Superdome, Gerald's jumping up, grabbing my arm, saying, we did it, man, we kept it going. What, what really yep. keyed that winning streak in that season in 2008? Man, it's it's a, a combination of a lot of different things. We had a lot of older guys on that team that were from the from the old school that that brought that tradition, you know that 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 knew what it takes to to win. And uh, we held a team meeting, I think, one day, and got guys up there like Rome Lyons who never said a word, get up there and and talk to the guys and let us know what we needed to do. And um, man, that was it was all history from there. We make it, we made it happen. Kelly, yeah. When you, what do you think now? Going to the the playing the Eagles now in the Sun Belt, Damien. Have you had a chance to really follow the the transition? And what do you think Conference USA versus Sun Belt and where the Southern Miss Athletic Department as a whole is headed? Yeah, I think I think it was a good move. Um, I think it makes everything uh, a lot more attainable, just because the conference now is condensed down into. A more area like a, a area where we're gonna actually be able to keep up and you know keep tabs on what other teams are doing and not play so far away, have more fans, you know, different things like that. So I, I love it for that fact, and um, I think the athletic department is doing a great job. I had the chance to meet the uh, I think the assistant athletic director this year, he invited me up to the game and took care of me. So it's just they're doing things the right way, and uh, I see the program doing nothing but getting better from here yeah based on a couple of, of responses that you've given us today uh, to you it sounds like it's important that 
any athletic department, you know, keep in touch with and value what former athletes have done to promote the program? Yeah, because think about it. We're the ones that are, you know, we're still out here in the community on a day-to-day basis. Those guys aren't. So imagine if we see a great player, you know, at a school and we're like, well, they're not treating their players right. Why would I send them to to Southern Miss? They're not going to take care of them later on. You know what I mean? Sure. I'll send them to somewhere else. Yeah, it make, makes a lot of sense, you know, when you, when you cross, those, uh, cross those T's and, and dot those I's. From a personal yeah. standpoint, Damien, this is the last question I want to ask you. From a personal standpoint, what did football at the collegiate level, what skills did college football teach you that has helped you now in the business world? Oh, man, it, it, it teaches you, uh, you know, punctuality is a, is a huge thing. Uh, accountability. Um, teamwork just just a lot of those different life skills that you know you couldn't you can't learn otherwise outside of that football office you know the football facility um a lot of it teaches you to work with a lot of different personalities because you you know you got a hundred and some guys on that team you got to learn how to all the way from the starters to the scout team have everybody on the same page so it teaches you a lot of different things like that yeah, go ahead. And, well, actually, I did have one more real quick, Luke. With all the kids in the transfer portal, though, Damon, does that, does that – a lot of people have said that means that college athletes today are, are more soft and more spoiled. Is that, is that reasonable, or do you not buy that? Oh, man, I can't, I can't even comment on that because I have zero uh, experience with that. Fair enough. Damon, uh, all the time we got, man, but I just want to let you know, uh, Frank's got to get – 2,741 yards to pass you, okay? So uh, I, I think you're safe. <laughs> All right, let's, let's rock, Frank. Let's see what you got, buddy. <laughs> Damien, man, thanks so much for your time, man. And uh, we know what you're doing man, uh, t- today and appreciate uh, everything you do. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me. It's Damian Fletcher, uh, the greatest running back in the history of Southern Miss. Kelly, hard to believe, 15th all-time in NCAA rushing history. Yeah, but I got it is, it is sad to me, but it is the world we live in. Now, the last time I was together with Damian at a local restaurant, and there were some Southern Miss students there, and, I, and they said, who is that? I feel like I should know that guy. I said, that's Damian Fletcher. And they go, and, and who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Let them learn. Let them learn. <laughs> I guess. Hey, coming back, we're going to tell you what's uh, what's going on with the Eagles this week, where they've been, what they've been doing, and uh, breaking news: Southern Miss has a quarterback commitment in the transfer portal. We'll tell you all about that after this on the Eagle Hour. To the top. Appreciate Damian Fletcher joining us in those first two segments. Uh, statistically, 5,302 yards is 15th best all time in NCAA history, of course, first all time at Southern Miss. Appreciate Damian's uh, joining us. And uh, that was uh, in the first two segments. If you missed those, uh, you can check it later today 
on uh, supertalk.fm on demand or on our podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Tunable, and Tunable. You that did that again. <laughs> Tune in. I am buying and that domain. Yeah. I'm going to start Tunable. my own. Do it. Make millions. That actually sounds like it's probably taken. not a bad name. Tunable. Check it during this segment. Mergens will buy the rights I'll do to it. Right it. Now. Third segment brought to you by our good friends over at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Kelly, they'll be showing the bowl game on Saturday night. Oh, the, all, all the bowl games are going to be having. And, of course, you can get the, um, the Gold Rush beer. You know that is specifically designed there for Southern Miss. You got uh, the nine ninety five lunch, which the portions over there are big boy portions. You're not going to get cheated on food or good folks too, who are always shouting to the top. Good Southern Miss folks, kind of like the TV show Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Everybody has a good time at Fourth Street Bar and Grill, and we appreciate their support of the Eagle Hour, Luke. Absolutely. All right, we teased it a little bit. Big, big breaking news. Uh, quarterback, of course, uh, we were looking at uh, what, what, how the portal will work out. Southern Miss getting a commitment, and uh, his name is Billy Wiles, a 6'3", 220-pound, uh, listed on uh, Clemson's website because he, he was a Tiger as a freshman, um, red-shirted, uh, and uh, didn't play this year. He was a walk-on in 2021, but he was put on scholarship at the beginning of 2022, originally from Ashburn, Virginia. What is the connection, you say? Well, he was offered by Tulane University back in 2020, so apparently a former connection with uh, with Coach Will Hall. Um, and Billy Wiles uh, announcing right before we went on air that he is uh, the he's committed to Southern Miss football. Big kid, uh, Kelly, from, uh, from Virginia. And uh, you, you got to think um, that that there may be you know a, another name too. So this is two portal quarterbacks, uh, Kelly, with two coming in with Holman Edwards from Houston, now Billy Wiles from Clemson. Um, who knows what what this quarterback room is going to look like, and who else may get added to it? The fact that two are already on board would kind of tell me, even though Trey Lowe has a year of eligibility left, we've we talked about we're kind of connecting the dots here. You know that he walked with the seniors at graduation. That Trello's probably probably I'm just saying you know probably gone. No official announcement has come one way or the other. But then the then the next question becomes: How many of the existing quarterbacks that are currently on the roster, for whatever reason, won't be on the roster next year? And this is what the transfer portal will do for not only Southern Miss but a, a bunch of other schools. Um, you know, even schools with successful programs. For heaven's sakes, Clemson in the past ten to fifteen years is is arguably you know, the most successful college football program, you know, from a consistency standpoint. So, I mean, it's, they're not even immune to transfer portal things, but you're right. This kid, 6'3", 220, that's, you know, as we say in Mississippi, that's a big youngin', you know, coming into so, the fold. Yeah, important, and, and, and anybody out there that may say, well, Wiles was a walk-on at Clemson. He actually was put on scholarship before this last season by Dabo Sweeney and his um, – coaching staff so big kid six three two twenty three years left to play that i'm seeing on his right on his twitter profile now so uh, he did appear in one game last year so anyway Bill, billy wiles i believe uh, that's how you would pronounce his last name so have to wait and see but that is the uh, the newest quarterback uh, for for southern miss all right 
Golden Eagles um, down in Mobile, of course, got there Tuesday. We talked to Jeff Kelly, the head coach of Saraland High School, uh, yesterday on the Eagle Hour. If you missed that, Kelly, we always learn something from these former players. And and uh, you remember the 2000 GMAC Bowl when he hit uh, Kenny Johnson with eight seconds left to play. thought it was so interesting yesterday. Jeff told us that uh, that they had practiced that play all week and had never completed it until eight seconds to go in the football game. And it just shows you that, look – Practicing games are two different things, but I mean, coaches trust their players a lot, you know, to get it done. And it's amazing how when the game is on the line, and in that situation, it, you know, literally was uh, the fact that they called it even though they had not found any success. So good for them. You can go back and actually watch that game on YouTube, and, and I think people, I, I went back and did and forgot that the play before, Jeff made a nice run. And, um, and, and was, and got kind of dinged up at the end. He's limping back on the field after the timeout. And like you told us yesterday, he didn't really know where Kenny Johnson was. He just threw it right on top and, and beat the TCU defender. Good stuff. All right. So yesterday, um, Southern Miss practiced and then, um, they went to the beach. They went to Dolphin Island and, uh, and then later on went to the Alabama Aquarium. Today, Eagles practiced at 10 a.m. and, uh, currently right now are in a community service project. Um, both teams doing that around the Mobile area. Um, tomorrow, after a, a press conference in the morning, they will have a Mardi Gras parade um, tomorrow night as well as a, a pep rally as they get ready for, for uh, the game. All right, different uh, – some of our reporter friends down in, um, in Mobile – uh, Dima mixing with Four Street Sports, uh, talking to Coach Hall. Coach Hall here, talking about the week, talking about uh, the bowl experience for his guys. Yeah, great day, man. Beautiful weather. Thank the good Lord for that. And uh, another good day for us. This is a Thursday for us, you know, so just tying up a lot of loose ends. We've been preparing for a while, so just making sure we're getting it in. It's been a great trip. Really appreciate, you know, the Linden Tree Bowl and Jerry and everybody. They've been phenomenal. And uh, it's been a fun trip for our guys. And uh, we're excited to represent Southern Miss, man, and, uh, and back in the bowl season and, and hopefully play well. And, uh, man, if we, could, if, we could, if we could win this game, that'd be big for our university and for our football program. It's been a, long, it's been a while since that happened. So with that- and uh, later on, Coach Hall asked uh, particularly um, – uh, about playing in Mobile, and uh, Kelly will play this and get your response to it. Uh, what he thinks about the the opportunity for it to be so uh, so close uh, to Hattiesburg. Here's Coach Hall. I think it's a huge. I think it's a huge uh, advantage, a, a neat thing for us. You know that uh, that we were able to come here for our fans, for our players' families. We have a lot of local players uh, on our team, so their families are going to be able to be here easily. We got a lot of fans that'll also be able to come. So I think it's a cool deal to not be too far away from home. But, man, we're just proud to be back in the bowl season. Like I said, it's been a tough build here to get it back to respectability. We're proud that we are here and we want to play well. And then he said a couple of times, we want to play well. All right, subtext, you win this game, you finish 7-6. and You lose the game, you finish 6-7. and Huge difference from a morale standpoint, even though you're talking about one game either way. Finishing seven and six and finishing six and seven, losing a bowl game as opposed to finishing seven and six and winning a bowl game has everything to do with momentum in the offseason. As they continue recruiting, as they look at uh, kids in the transfer portal, as they try to shore up positions that they might feel they're a little bit deficient in, uh, rather from, from a, either from a talent standpoint or from a depth standpoint. And the fact that he mentioned it twice, you know, subconsciously or consciously, it's important. 
for Coach Will Hall that these guys play well and win this game? On the player side, I always enjoyed bowl games just simply because it it was a reward. Uh, Malik Shorts commenting on on team chemistry uh, during the bowl week. Here's a short clip from Malik. Oh, man, the team, uh, it's just been wild going on these last few days. You know, uh, everybody's been having fun. You know, we've just been enjoying each other, enjoying our company, and just having fun, trying to find fun within everybody being there, working, really ain't nothing to do. In the, so we just been finding fun, going out a little bit, going to eat. And, you know, brothers, everybody's just having fun playing games, going in the game room, the lounge, and just being there and building that team chemistry and, and enjoying each other for real. And that's uh, that's really big, and and you know that's his first bowl game as a Golden Eagle, so so important, and and really appreciate that. And he's uh, he's been kind of hush hush too, Luke, hasn't he, about about his future plans? I mean, obviously Saturday's on his plate first and foremost, but he's got another year of eligibility, but it really hasn't uh, divulged whether he's coming back or not. Yeah, he actually said today he was going to keep it a surprise, and so he's gonna, he's going to make us wait um, to, to hear about it. So it'll be interesting to see what Malik decides to do. Kelly, about a minute and a half left in this segment, of course. A 10-1 and one basketball. Talked a lot about them uh, the last two days. they got another game coming up. They do. The McNeese State Cowboys come to town uh, on Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Uh, Sunday. It is Sunday. Sunday. Okay, so yeah, so the the bowl game is Saturday. Okay, the basketball game Sunday afternoon. Of course, they win that one, then they go eleven and one, and that sets up with the showdown with uh, UNLV on the twenty second of December out in Lost Wages. Of course, the UNLV team coached by the son of Lon Kruger, who for a long time you know was in the Big Eight and then Big Twelve conference with. Uh, Kansas State and later Oklahoma. So uh, UNLV will be a great test for the Eagles after this game with uh, McNeese State. But man, you talk about and the, the thing that has been so notable with this basketball team is they're not just winning games. They're clobbering people. I mean, it's not like they're going to overtime. It's not like they're winning by, you know, one or two points, um, even though, you know, some of them have been much closer than others, but the confidence that they're playing with is just really remarkable. And I will be interested to really interested to see how they're going to stack up in the Sunbelt conference, particularly Luke, when there's some talk going around that the Sunbelt might be more than a one team bid this year in the NCAA yeah. tournament. If that's the case, that's really big. Sunday, two o'clock uh, against McNeese state. They're three and seven overall. Here's the number. We're not looking past McNeese, but Southern Miss right now, CBS's latest net rankings. The Golden Eagles are 19th, 19th in the net rankings. Pretty, pretty amazing. Great job by Jay Ladner and his staff. We're going to step aside for our last commercial break, and uh, we'll talk some DBAT and uh, D1 training as Eagle Hour continues on a Thursday. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Final segment on this Thursday brought to you by D-Bat and D-1 Training. Located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. D-1 on the right. D-Bat on the left. Great instruction. Great facility. And home of the Luke Johnson 52840. D-Bat Hattiesburg.com. D-Bat D-1. Proud sponsors of the 
Super Talk Eagle Hour. Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel, Luke, Michael, and Kelly. Unable to uh, to, to get up with our good friends down at D1, so we'll connect with them a little later. Probably really busy, Kelly. Yeah, this is the time of year, really, when it, this is where a lot of work really should take place in order to get you ready for the baseball and softball season from an individual standpoint. And uh, any particular skill set that you need to improve, they can break it down for you. Or if it's just weight training or you know, losing weight or gaining weight, um, I would love to be in a situation where I would... <laughs> could be in a situation where I needed to gain weight. However, that is not the case for me. But they can uh, they can break it down all for you at D1 and D-Bath. The Eagle Hour tomorrow will be live on location at the Corner Market in Midtown, Hattiesburg. That is where actually all of our Super Talk uh, Network radio shows midday are going to be originating from. And, of course, we're highlighting our toy and food drive for Homes of Hope in the Purvis area. We're trying to get kids... Uh, make sure that the, the 18 or so kids that are living on campus there will have a good Christmas. So bring back, uh, bring a, a toy, or you can get some there at uh, Corner Market. You can drop off financial donations or any non-perishable canned goods to us there at uh, at the Corner Market in Midtown tomorrow. Jerome is going to be uh, uh, Ger- uh, Gerard. I'm sorry, Gerard yeah, is going to be broadcasting live from there. Uh, and we'll be there tomorrow with the Eagle Hour. So come by and see us at the Corner Market Midtown. If you're on your way to Mobile tomorrow, stop by there first at Corner Market and then uh, head on down to Mobile. But we hope to see you there tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. I'm actually going to hop on at 1220 with Gerard, and we're going to talk uh, Southern Miss Bowl game against Rice. So uh, just about, what, 50 hours um, uh, away. Um, some some unique news coming out, a uh, guy that's, of course, beloved in this part of the country. Uh, Drew Brees is actually going uh, to help Purdue in the game against LSU, Kelly. Um, Jeff Brom leaving Purdue, going uh, back to his his uh, school at Louisville. Ryan Walters from Illinois um, comes in to be Purdue's head coach. And, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're Purdue and Drew Brees can be a special interim assistant coach, you'll take that. And some people forget that that's where Drew Brees went to school. You know, and I know that there are some Saints fans that would find it sacrilege that that Drew Brees would try to help Purdue beat LSU, <laughs> you know, which kind of seems to go against the bro code down there in Louisiana. But uh, and this is on an interim basis, right? This yeah. is this is not going to be a full time deal. But uh, but he does have the ability to recruit players. Uh, and yeah, if you were a quarterback, Luke, you'd take a call from Drew Brees, wouldn't you? Oh, I mean, you know, he's trying to help his his home school. I think Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated put that out. It was a uh, there was an NCAA waiver. Yeah, that's what Ross reported. An NCAA waiver that basically allows him to recruit. <laughs> I guess it's now till the bowl game. So absolutely, uh, Drew Brees can sing produce uh, produce praises. All right, tonight um, NFL football going on. The 49ers without Debo Samuel going to the Seahawks. They may be without uh, another guy that's really come on the last couple weeks, Kelly, a guy you know. Quarterback Brock Purdy out of Iowa State, who's a native of the Phoenix area. He's in concussion protocol. He may be. He may not be able to go tonight either. So I don't know who the third string, they, you know, our, our guy from, from Southern Miss, 
Uh, Mullins, he's not with San Francisco anymore, so I don't know who their third-string quarterback guy is, but uh, we'll see. Garoppolo out. Uh, it would right? be, I believe, Josh Johnson. And, I mean, that's pretty brutal. So Trey Lance, you know, goes out for the year. Then Garoppolo goes out for the year. And Purdy's the third string. So um, Josh Johnson, who played at San Diego, he's been kind of a you know a journeyman right. um, throughout his career. But, yeah, he may actually have to go tonight. And I know that a lot of times, and I'm, I'm among them, complaining about how quarterbacks are pampered nowadays, how you can barely touch them. And, but, but they're still getting hurt. I mean, in record numbers, you know, it's it's just the nature of the game, but uh, but yeah, the Forty Niners have, and they're still playing well. That shows you how good San Francisco is. Is that yep. no matter what the quarterback is or who the quarterback is, they're still winning football games. And Seattle is a team now that is just seem to be coming apart at the seams. I don't know what's going on with the Seahawks, but that should be a. I'm not big fans of any of the West Coast teams, but. That has the makings of a pretty good game tonight. At Seattle, and, and Geno Smith quietly now, 25 touchdowns. So that'll be interesting to see how they do. All right, bowl season will start before we get on the air uh, tomorrow. We won't pick um, the Cure Bowl because it'll come on right after us uh, tomorrow. So, we, But we will pick right now, Kelly. The best part about bowl season is making sure you get all the sponsors in. The Hometown Lenders has nothing to do with Laurel, Mississippi. The Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl starts at 10.30 a.m. because they are playing down in the Bahamas. The Miami of Ohio University against UAB. UAB a 10.5-point favorite. Who are you going to take? The Red Hawks and the UAB Blazers. Um, Both 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, well, I'll have to take UAB. I'll take UAB. I'll do that as well. But, yeah, bowl season starts tomorrow. Doesn't quit till the new year. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the Eagle Hour today. We will be tomorrow. Kelly, tell them where we're going to be again. We'll be at the Corner Market location in Midtown, Hattiesburg, the brand-new expanded Corner Market. Bring some toys for the kids or some non-perishable food items to help Homes of Hope. Come by and see us tomorrow and uh, let these kids have, have a Merry Christmas. That's going to wrap it up for the Eagle Hour. We'll catch you tomorrow. And, as always, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.